Hey everyone, welcome to the next episode of the Project Do-It-Yourself podcast. I'm Avi. This week I'm here with Elena, who's going to talk about building bunk beds. Elena, would you mind introducing yourself for the audience? Hi, my name is Elena and I love to do DIYs. I am in Orange County, New York. So tell me about your DIY. Yeah, uh, bunk beds. We just moved in into a new house when I decided to build them. And basically, we had only downstairs filled with furniture a little bit. And upstairs, there was nothing. And I just wanted for our children to have bunk beds. But whatever was in the stores, I really disliked. Our house is a log cabin, and uh, I wanted to have something big and sturdy and made out of wood and something that I would not be afraid that my kids would just uh, either turn it over or fall through it or something like that. I just wanted it to be, and I wanted to sit up there with them or for my husband to sit up there with them and read books and not be afraid that something would break. And it's funny because my husband jokes that these bunk beds is the sturdiest thing in the whole house, (laughs) including the house. Well, great work. Thank you. Can you tell me about how you did this project? What was the start? Well, the start, I first knew that I wanted to build bunk beds because I grew up and my brother and I had bunk beds, not as good as mine, of course. And I first wanted to plan or I first was, I looked for the bunk beds to buy and I couldn't find anything that I wanted at the price range I wanted. And or there was actually not as nothing sturdy in the stores. And if I wanted to get something that I wanted, we would have to hire somebody to build it for us. So then I decided that I could build it. And I looked at a lot of pictures and YouTube videos to see how I would want it to be. And I planned it out. I drew a plan and when and because I was a stay-at-home mom at that time. I didn't have my own income, so I had to bring it to my husband. And I, I told him that I would need $500 and we would save a lot of money if I built it myself. And uh, eventually he agreed. It cost a little bit more. It cost about 700 plus dollars, whatever. <laughs> but he agreed and he paid for the project and I built it. What is your experience with building furniture before this? Before that, I did build uh, some shelves with the help of my ex. And then before that, I was very proud of it. I built a flat pack from Target and it was a cube. What's a flat pack? Well, it's basically the, the stuff that comes in the box and you pull it out and put the things together. Ikea type of thing. Imagine Ikea stuff that you have to put together. Okay. In Australia, they call it flat pack. I, I just watched some DIY things from Australia. So that's why it's a okay. flat pack there. I don't know. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Anyway, English is my second language. So no <laughs> <still> <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so basically, you know, with this, the Ikea stuff that you bring home and build it yourself, put it all together. So it was just a cube. And I was so proud of it. So that was, I was like, oh my gosh. The sky is the limit. I can do anything <laughs> up to that. And so I built the, the shelves uh, with the help of my ex. And then when I built this bunk beds, the only power tools I knew how to use were a power sander and a power drill. 
I could not use anything else and everything else scared me. And all the cots were done at the Home Depot. I basically, okay. I came into the store with my plan and I figured out how, how many pieces of wood would I, and which length would I have to get lumber? It was two by fours, two by sixes. And I actually wanted them to be the uh, four by fours, but I, by myself, wouldn't be able to carry them. So I had to come up with an easier idea to use two by fours for the legs. And I actually put them two together and one on the side. So it became like almost a four by six type of thing. And my top bunk is sitting on the floor. You were saying that you had two two by fours that you stuck vertically to each other so that they would become like a four by four. And then you put another two by four on the side to reinforce that. that. So basically one two by four, another two by four, and my top bunk is sitting right on the second two by four. I see. Okay. So it's not held by any screws, although it's held by screws too, but it's actually sitting on the floor. So it's okay. not going anywhere. So you you put the, the wood in and you have the top bunk supported by the wood, but you didn't actually screw the top bunk into the I wood. did. I did. However, it's did. not just held by screws. It's actually sitting on the floor. I see. Okay. Okay. Uh, how did you pick this design and how did I wanted to make sure uh, actually on YouTube uh, there was a, a DIY bed and I think it was a what is it a queen size bed and I liked the idea they had that the, the bed was sitting on the floor set up in, in the same way so I just always like when I watched the videos and I noted things that I really liked and I drew pictures of that so little by little after watching hundreds of videos I knew what I wanted and I drew it one of the things you mentioned is that you wanted to make sure that it was a good quality bed that it wouldn't, you know, if your kids played around with it or if you had to read stories up there. So what did you do to make sure that uh, what you were designing was going to be sturdy? I chose the pieces of wood on my own and I just made sure that the top bunk is sitting on the floor and is supported on the floor and, and that's it. And of course, I know that uh, whatever is sold in the stores, uh, under the mattress, the top mattress, the little planks are very thin. Mine are two by threes. Okay. Although even though they are not uh, vertically set, they're you know flat, but it's still they're still nice and sturdy. So how long did it take you to do the whole project? The whole project to the finish end was about a year and a half. Okay. However, it took me a few months to just get it to a way to get it to a place where it was livable, it was useful. And then after that few months, what did you do on it next? I first, basically, I first did the top bunk. And it actually, I did not even use any supports, I think, at the bottom. So it was just basically the four posters, oh, four no. posts were held by the top bunk. <laughs> but it was so sturdy. One was holding, you know, every single piece of two by four was held by the other that it actually was not moving anywhere. And then the mattress, my daughter slept on the mattress on, on the bottom. Yeah, the bottom pretty much on the floor. And then my husband slept at the on the top bunk. As I, as, as I said, we just moved into a new house and the house wasn't warm enough in the winter. So we slept in the same room. We oh, made no. <laughs> sure that everybody was warm. And so my husband slept at the on the top bunk. And by the way, I made sure because I was using my energy and I have insomnia. So my energy level is very like I have to make sure that I don't overuse it. 
because there's a limited amount of it. So I made sure that I built it forever. So it was for my kids when they grow up. And my husband is tall, so I made sure that he fit. And so he's like six five or something like that. So oh, wow. beds are that big, so he could fit in the bed. Mentioned that you didn't really have experience using power tools except for a drill and a sander. And the, the, the cuts were all done at Home Depot. Did you learn any, any new skills when you're doing this? Even with the drill and the sander, did you learn uh, new techniques, or did you get practice doing things that you hadn't done before? During that project. I used a hand saw that I haven't used in a while. These are, <laughs> and I learned how to cut a the screw that comes that um, is drilled. The one that I can I couldn't drill out anymore because it just um, oh it's stripped. yeah the strip screw. I used garden shears to cut it on the other side. Oh, interesting! <laughs> because okay. I had no <laughs> other tools. I don't think I've heard that one before. That's pretty neat. Yeah, I think I have a picture of that somewhere. When it's like with my uh, boot, so I you use my foot to press on it. Do you remember your first DIY project growing up? Did you do a lot of things when you were younger, or is it something you got into later in life? Oh my gosh, younger. You know, I lived in the city in uh, Kiev, Ukraine, and it was an apartment. So I don't think I built anything there. And then in the United States at 16, I don't think I built anything. I did draw and I crocheted and things like that, but not nothing really. Do you remember your first thing that you really built then? Was it flat pack? The flat pack you mentioned? Square, yes, <laughs> that, was, that was that. And then the shelves. They were okay. very narrow shelves, long ones, really good ones. So you've really gone from small things to big things very quickly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And the very last big thing was I enclosed our front porch. And my husband helped me just with the heavy things that I couldn't lift on my own. Like a four by eight uh, plexiglass, things like that. Wow. Or things. I think yeah. we might have to follow up on that one for a future okay. episode. Do you have any lessons learned, things that you would do differently next time if you were to do this project over again? No, actually... When I built it, I the first time, before I attached the lower bunk to the bed, I made the top bunk too high because I always like to do things multifunctional. That's been li having to live, having lived in New York City in Manhattan, or New York City for such a long time in smaller places. Everything has to have multiple functions. So I wanted to build it in such a way that the top bunk, that I would be able to put a desk under the top bunk. So I put it, I put the top bunk a little bit too high, so it was impossible to sit up straight. So I literally had to pull that thing down on my own. I don't know how I did that. I really don't know because that thing is so heavy. And I cut uh, the legs without really measuring that much. And I, I think I saw only the, the circular saw, not the... Uh, reciprocal saw. And by the way, that by that time, I already learned how to use jigsaw and I got a circular saw because <laughs> okay. I think I decided that I needed to measure and cut on my own. So that was that I learned. I got over my fear of power tools and cutters and stuff. And whenever I actually used something to measure it, it didn't fit because I had to make sure that things were straight, not 
in this world, but in my house, <laughs> not for this world, but for my house, <laughs> I had to fix things by just like using other things and attach them. So that was interesting. I, a little bit more measuring would make it all easier. Makes sense. <laughs> I'm curious, what helped you get over the fear of using the circular saw and reciprocating saw? I like to be in control and not relying on somebody else. Because I think that some cuts were done incorrectly. So I just wanted to make sure that I did it on my own. The, exactly the way I wanted it. That's great. Well, I'm very excited to see all the pictures of this bed and to be able to share them with the audience. Thank you so much for talking. Thank you so much. This is my very first podcast. I'm so excited. Interested in seeing pictures from today's podcast episode? Check them out on the Instagram at Project Do It Yourself. Know someone who'd be a good fit for this podcast? Send me an email at podcast at projectdoityourself.com. The theme song was written by Arlen Straussman. Thanks so much, and I'll see you next week.